Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tuesday night, and you know exactly what that means. It's time for the real conversation with Shayna Thornton. Let's talk America with hopes. Shayna Thornton is your radio talk show spotlighting the critical issues of today. She is certain to feature expert guests and celebrities each and every Tuesday night. She is a celebrated newspaper columnist, popular blogger, and award-winning radio talk show personality who has a passion for groundbreaking discussions. Here she is. Let's welcome the one and only, the engaging host for the national show. Please give it up for Shana Thornton. Well, good Tuesday evening to everyone, and welcome to your national award-winning weekly family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. Of course, I am Shana, and I'm very honored and grateful you have opted to join us tonight. It is Tuesday, May 12, 2015, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time, and we have one awesome segment for you tonight. We are talking about youth empowerment. We're talking about the issues of our youth, our young people, especially our young women. That is our focus tonight, and you are going to love this show, and hopefully you will be inspired. You know, here at Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, we always aim to bring the issues that matter to you, the hot trending topics and the people of our times and culture, and that's important to us. This is your show. We offer talk radio with substance. Do know that this show is for every single member of the community. We exclude no one, and that is important to always to recall. Well, everyone, we've got an amazing show tonight, so let's not waste any more time. Uh, Before we get started with my uh, dynamic uh, lineup of guests, and by the way, you are truly, truly going to be motivated by each of them, and it's a diverse panel that I assure you. Please lend me your ear so you can hear some very important messaging before we get everything started. I'm not a survivor just because I lived through the attempted murder on my life. I'm a survivor because in spite of the attempted murder, I never gave up. This is Sherry Graves, author, inspirational speaker, and CEO of Beyond Your Scars. I'm very excited to partner with Shayna Thornton, host of Let's Talk America. For 25 years, I've lived with second and third degree birth scars covering 30% of my body and a house fire that was set to kill me. Now, that flame continues to burn as my living testimony. I invite you. I challenge you to join my Embrace Your Scars and Redefine Your Beauty Experience campaign. I really need your help to spread the word that there is beauty in the deepest places of our scars. My mission is to set a new trend that will spread throughout the world. Connect with me on my website, www.sherrygraves.com, where you can also purchase my tell-all book, A Fire Within, Someone set a fire and left me for dead, inspired by my true life story. And stay tuned for the debut of my Beyond Your Scars YouTube channel and blog. As a licensed clinical social worker, I offer personal development keys at my seminars, keys that help transform how I feel about myself. Now, I'm sharing these same keys to empower you to feel better about yourself. As a survivor of sexual assault, domestic violence, and attempted murder, I represent women and men all around the world. If you are looking for a speaker, someone who not only works in my professional career with survivors of abuse, but because of my own personal experiences with these same victimizations, 
My passion is to share love, hugs, and education in support of your organization. Email me at s and the number one grave at msn.com to join my campaign and simply say, Sherry, I want to be a part of keeping the flame burning. Thank you, God, for healing my deepest wounds, transforming them and redefining what true inner beauty is to me. Now I feel you to embrace your scars. I'm Sherry Grace. Love you. As always, stay blessed. Thank you. Greetings, I'm Sean Gilliland, etiquette consultant and author of the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette. Do you know how to make a proper introduction? Would you like to learn new techniques on how to communicate effectively to advance your career or increase your clientele? The Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette teaches you the intricacies of etiquette that will sharpen your business acumen, making you and your ideas more appealing to clients and employers. Did you know social skills often take more time to learn than technical ability? Employers place as much or more emphasis on personality. With the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette, you will learn valuable business and social etiquette skills to enhance your professional image, polish your communication skills, and build your brand with positive first impressions to gain a competitive edge. The Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette will help you avoid unconscious mistakes that sabotage your corporate image, profitable alliances, and reputation. The book benefits all professional levels, including children and young adults, because the principles of proper etiquette never changes. Enjoy a great book the whole family can read together, while learning business and social etiquette skills you can use in the boardroom and beyond. Visit successwithetiquette.com for your copy of the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette. And to learn more about our exciting books and programs, contact area code 202-352-3166. The latest album from sensational jazz musician John H. Porter will simply inspire you. The album title, When the Sun Goes Down, is an original collection of modern jazz Music performed by the critically acclaimed John H. Porter. All music lovers will truly fall in love with every track which boldly possesses feeling and spirit. The album has been called a rare masterpiece that captures life itself. This album makes the perfect gift for a loved one or yourself. When the Sun Goes Down offers nine exceptional musical tracks that will simply amaze you. The album is on sale right now. Visit cdbaby.com, iTunes, or Amazon to purchase John H. Porter's latest album, When the Sun Goes Down. Well, everyone, do know that here at Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, we are so grateful for everyone. Our national sponsors and partners mean the world, and also our committed and dedicated weekly listeners. Thank you for being on board. We are 100 shows and counting. Last week actually officially marked our 100th show, so we are excited to still be on the air and offer quality content for you, for the community at large. I have to let you know that we would love to connect with you on the various social media outlets out there. Do join us on Twitter. The handle there is S.S. Thornton. S.S. Thornton, will I update everyone, all of our supporters and followers, on our weekly show content that's going to be coming up and also some other cool, neat things. So do connect with us, okay? And we do follow back. Speaking of connecting with us, you have to visit this brand new, newly designed website at www 
www.letstalkamerica with ShanaThornton.com. Again, that's www.letstalkamerica with ShanaThornton.com. And there you can see a list of all of our very important and valuable national partners and sponsors. So do join us. Okay, everyone, let's keep the conversation going once the show ends. Well, speaking of the show, tonight's show is very critical. And right now, please message all of your friends. Let them know that we are talking about youth empowerment, in particular our young women. We're talking about how to address their needs, their concerns, and save them and help foster a future that is bright and just truly phenomenal. And I know you're very interested in that being a community member. Perhaps you're an educator, a teacher, a mother, a father, an aunt, an uncle, a grandparent, a godparent. Uh, Maybe you're just a concerned citizen who wants to ensure that the youth uh, have a path uh, that will be productive for they uh, may do better than what their parents and grandparents did. This segment is for you tonight, so stay with us. And we are about to get everything started. Well, in keeping with tradition, right now I would like to share our words of inspiration for tonight's show. The very well-known Zig Ziglar once said, It was character that got us out of bed, commitment that moved us into action, and discipline that enabled us to follow through. Again, Zig Ziglar once said, It was character that got us out of bed, commitment that moved us into action, and discipline that enabled us to follow through. And wow, are those some ingredients for success, no matter what you want to pursue, perhaps a career in entertainment, perhaps a career in law, a career in medicine, or a career in journalism. You need the ingredients to productivity and success, and you've got to have that push, that self-drive to get you there and keep you there. Well, it has been reported that from 1980 to 2008, the number of individuals incarcerated in the United States quadrupled from roughly 500,000 to 2.3 million people. And we all should realize, of course, uh, that being in trouble or finding your way uh, in a whole lot of trouble does not start overnight, and that's why it is so important to really target the needs and the real issues uh, that are relevant for our young people, be it adolescents or teenagers, and that's why tonight's segment is so important. Let's get right to it. I have an amazing, uh, very uh, informative and well-educated panel of guests with us, and I'm going to start off with an important conversation with uh, youth advocate Adrian Farley. Listeners of Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, it is Tuesday night. And tonight we have one dynamic topic for you that is pressing all over the world, and it is youth empowerment. We are talking about empowering our youth. Uh, Tonight in particular, our young women in the world, uh, in the United States of America, in your state, and uh, certainly your city, uh, your community, your neighborhood, wherever you are, we're talking about our youth tonight. And I am so excited because our first exclusive guest, Yes, uh, is a very special young lady out of Atlanta, Georgia. Her name is Adrienne Farley, and she is actually the founder and executive director of a pretty uh, neat organization uh, that is titled We Can Do All Things Incorporated. And she has several uh, mentoring uh, youth empowerment programs under the umbrella uh, parent company. And we're going to talk one-on-one tonight about the youth. How do we address the needs and concerns? Adrienne, welcome to Let's Talk America. How are you this Tuesday night. 
good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for all of your work in the community, uh, in particular uh, working with our youth and the young women. I want to get right to it because we have a lot of uh, anxious individuals tonight. They are parents, they're guardians, uh, perhaps they are aunts, uncles, cousins, or just concerned mm. community members, Adrian. And the first question I have for you is this. You know, why is it so important? to specifically address the needs and concerns of our youth because there you know there is a mentality out there that say well it's a general basis we don't need to get into what concerns young men young women you know the issues of human beings are the issues of human beings for the last 1000 years but i know you believe in specifically tailoring your message for young people why um i believe this because if you notice that a lot of times, a lot of these kids are broken, uh, especially our young ladies and, and some of our young men, and which is why the behaviors that we see are just totally exemplified, whether it's through the home, through the school, uh, whether it's in church, wherever it is. And I find that it is so important that we reach them where they are to help them with those needs because sometimes when we don't really have a support system, that's going to really help us get to the next level. We act out. We we turn to things that we have no business turning to. We end up involving ourselves in relationships that we shouldn't involve okay. ourselves with and find ourselves full of brokenness and full of hurt and pain. And so, especially for young women, God truly gave me a vision that we need to definitely bring forth healing in our young women because a lot of times we are nurturers, we are lovers. We, I mean, we, we just have that sensationalism of love that God has just, you know, created in us, and that's just our DNA. And so a lot of times we don't know how to really use it and, uh, and allow people in our circle to be able to receive it. So I just feel like that in this time, in this season, it's a time of healing, and we have to listen to what they're saying. We have to listen to their needs. We have to listen to their issues because a lot of times, if we go back old school, our parents used to say, "You don't have no problems. You don't have nothing to worry about. Okay. You, you know, you you ain't, you're not paying no bills." Yes. That may be very well true, but they are still human beings. That's right. They still have emotions. They still have feelings. So for us to dismiss them and devalue whatever they're feeling, that's why we continue seeing the cycle of hurt because hurt people hurt people. Yeah. So I just always felt like, you know, with our young women and the youth in the community, we it's time now to build them back up okay. and strengthen them in a more positive light so they can go get their other peers that's going through things because you and I, we're grown, we're adults. So our words can only go but so far yeah. when it comes to youth. But if I can pour into you some of the things that I've been through, okay. some of the things I've experienced, and you can take that along with what you're going through, turn it around for positive, and just use it for ministry, then I believe that we can create a cycle of healing okay. for our young ladies. 
You know, uh, Adrian, you touched on uh, several points. I want to go here. You said, obviously, there was a mentality years ago. Uh, for some people, it still may be that way. But, you know, in this nation in particular, uh, there was a culture uh, for some people or a lot of people uh, years ago that children were seen and not heard, like you said. You know, well, you don't really have rights because you're not bringing uh, anything financial to the table. And I know uh, seemingly the more progressive thinking now uh, certainly is, you know, children have feelings. They have thought, you know, it's, it's not sit there, be stoic, be a robot. And, and that's so important, like you said, to specifically address what's going on with our children and not say, well, you can't have that many problems because you don't have rent to pay. You don't have a water bill to pay. You don't have to worry about daycare. Uh, you touched on women, young women in particular. And I know a lot of your work in the community uh, is with women. I know you obviously have helped uh, young men too, but I know women, that's, that's your Specialty. What issues are pressing for our young women right now? Definitely um, how to get along with each other, uh, self-esteem. And I, I try to be careful using that word self-esteem uh, because it, it can go in so many directions. So I try to look at more self-development. Uh, I, I know what's hurting is the lack of fathers that's in the home okay. and broken homes is such an issue, and um, jealousy is such an issue because I have this person over here that had that parent that gives them a lot of stuff, but I'm looking at my mom. She's working two or three jobs, okay. and I can barely get a pair of those shoes or that purse or that outfit. So a lot of times, especially as African-American women, TV has totally totally distorted who we are as African-American women because they're always showing that we can't get along with each other. There's always got to be drama. We always have to fight. We always have to backbite and bicker. And that's the issue that a lot of these middle school girls, because a lot of my time is spent with middle school girls, and it is so sad because that's the mentality that they feel that they should have because not only are they getting it in the home, but they're seeing it reciprocated, reciprocated, I'm sorry, on TV. So it's like trying to talk to these girls and let them know, like, hey, just because you don't have what she has does not mean that God won't position you to get there one day. You know, just because she is on this level and you on this level doesn't make her better than you and you better than her. It's just that people are on different journeys and different walks. And sometimes people have to go through different things to get to a certain place. And I always tell people, don't always envy the person and where they are because you never know what sacrifices they have to give in order to get to those places. You don't know what their family may have had to go through or what that young lady had to go through to get where she is today. So the problem is is that we don't take enough time and we don't have enough examples, again, especially with African-American women, to show we can work together. That's why, for me, I guess um, I've always been big on sororities and and, and, uh, fraternities and stuff like that because I have a lot of friends that are in sororities and the sisterhood and the bonding that they share is like they don't see that And, and, and because they don't see that because we don't like good stuff. We like to see the stuff that keeps drama going. Okay. That's what entices our appetite. 
So it's like if we if we cloud that out and we push that away, it's like okay, hmm, we just gonna keep um instilling in these girls that drama, 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 and the next thing you know, it rolls over into high school, it rolls over into college, it rolls over into the uh, families, it rolls over onto the job, and then they're always wondering. Why am I stuck here? Why can I never progress in a relationship? Because it started when they were young, and and nobody took the time to show them that we can work together. Everybody just can't work in the same capacity, you know, and there's seasons that we have to work in with people, and we have to be able to learn how to discern those seasons. You know, you talked about self-esteem, and you uh, brought up, uh, the fact that there are homes in this nation uh, throughout all communities, um, and I know you mentioned the African-American community, perhaps where there may be a male or a father figure missing of, of any sort. I want to talk about that because obviously that's a hot button right now. It's a hot issue that's on the table. You know, let's talk about parental involvement from both the mother and the father. And I do want to point out uh, seemingly to me, from my perspective, I am seeing more fathers uh, than ever before seeming to take custody of their children uh, without uh, the mother's involvement. That's seemingly, to me, taking place more than it ever has in the past. You know, but when we talk about parental involvement, you know, there are some out there, Adrian, who will say uh, to you, you know what, uh, my parents weren't necessarily around. I didn't necessarily grow up with my father. Uh, my mother really wasn't involved. And guess what, Adrian Farley? I came out just fine. So you know what? These kids are, you know, they're thinking, these kids are complaining. These are things that you're finding in the media where they're saying a parent is absent and that's affecting these kids. But you know there are those who will play devil's advocate with you and say, I can give you many examples where these individuals seemingly came out fine and were complete and productive. I want to know your opinion of that right now. Um, that's, that, that, that is totally a hot button. And to me, sometimes it can become an excuse and it can become a crutch. Uh, because me being transparent, you know, even though my dad lived in the home, but technically he wasn't in the home. You know, it's like my dad was doing all kind of things and doing whatever he wanted to do. And he never really took the time to nurture me as his daughter. So it was like for me to identify certain relationships, I didn't know how to identify them because I was not taught. But, however, I never used that as an excuse for me not for me not to pursue what the world is out there, that has out there, and tried things and failed at things and got back up and said, okay, that didn't work. Let me go try something else. Let me try a different strategy. Let me try a different approach. You know, I never let that be a, a crutch or an issue where I'm like, man, my daddy wasn't here for me, so okay. I'm just going to act the way I want to act, and I'm going to do what I want to do. And a lot of times, I do believe that when God created man and woman, and he created us to be fruitful and have children, I do believe there should be a balance, you know. And I feel like a lot of times these girls are looking for a special type of love. But when that father figure is not, when that father figure is not in the home, the balance is off. You know, because you got to think, a balance with, you got a parent on both sides being able to hold you up, but then you got that one parent, which is the father that may have left or may have died or whatever the situation is, the mother is always left to be that crutch and try to hold, try to keep the balance up with the girl. And so my thing has always been, is that, okay, you got to know how to work with what you have. 
you know, until God gives better. And, and stop whining and making excuses. And I'm not saying that to be ugly. I'm not saying that to be mean. Like, it's easier said than done. Yeah. But at the same time, like you said, you came out just fine. You may have hit some bumps and bruises. I know, Lord knows I've hit some bumps and bruises. I had some horrible relationships, and I developed some great relationships. Okay. But I had to learn how to balance in myself and, and understand that, okay, number one, I can't control that my dad did what he did. Okay. You can't control that if your dad left. You can't control that if things didn't work out with your mom and dad. You can't control that. That's, that's right. not your fault. That's, that's right. not your issue. That's not your burden. Okay. So that's number one. You have to understand it in your mind. Like, okay, I wasn't even asked to be here. I was created, you know, through the process of intimacy and I'm here so that's number one number two we have to understand that okay I am who I am who am I who am I first because when you understand who you are and you're confident in who you are then no matter what your past or what the issues of your home or brokenness in your home brought, you still know that there's a purpose in your life. Okay. And that's the problem. We don't ever want to examine who we are. We don't ever want to look at us. We always want to point the finger at other people. But my daddy wasn't here, so it's his fault. I'm okay. turning out like this. No, it's not his fault. It's like he played a part in maybe in some of the decisions you made because you didn't have him there to teach you to identify something. Yes. But if you know right from wrong, yes okay. from no, you know what I'm saying, up from down, then some of the decisions that you made put you in a position that you are in today. So we can't point the finger at everybody all the time. Sometimes we got to redirect that finger right back to us and say, you know what, I kind of knew that I shouldn't have been doing this, or I kind of knew I shouldn't have been involved with this, or I kind of knew that these are not the friends that I really need yes. to have in my circle. So it's like, until we take full accountability of okay. ourselves, first and foremost, then we can address the other things that come outside of that, mm. you know? Um, yes. So I just feel that we don't need to use, stop using it as a crutch, because... I understand that it's hurtful. Yes, it hurt me with my me and my dad. I, I tell you this, Shana, I'll be 36 in September. Okay. And my dad and I are just now really developing a relationship where we can talk. Okay. You know, it's been years. And I, I couldn't stand my dad. My dad did a lot of stuff. My dad left. He, he You know, he left. He come back. It's just a lot of stuff. Okay. Drugs, alcohol, all kind of stuff that was involved in my dynamics of growing up, but I knew that God had a purpose, yes. and my life served a purpose. I can't even imagine, I can't even go ahead and this another show another day, but even when I was a teenager, 15, 16 years old, I was suicidal, because I felt like I wasn't worthy to be on this earth, but I blessed the Holy Spirit, and I blessed God that He did not allow me to take the boy to go all the way through yeah. because then I would not be here today okay. to be able to support into these other ladies and say, you know what, I understand yes. you lack that father figure and you desire a love. You desire, you want it, and, and you don't get it. It's like you, it's an emptiness. Okay. It's an emptiness that you have. And so you always find yourself in bad relationships trying to fulfill that emptiness. And it's like sometimes, and I'm just now learning this, Shana, that we have to stop sometimes and say, okay, Holy Spirit, you fill up this emptiness first. Because when he fills it up, then he, through his eyes, you would then know how to identify what you really, really need from a person, especially if you know that your father has been absent from your life. It's like God will show it to you. Okay. He will reveal it to you, and you're going to know it out of shadow of a doubt that you know that you know that you know 
that this person needs to be in your life. Not because your father wasn't there. It's because you need that person there okay. to help you through the rest of your process. It's Tuesday night, and you are listening to the uh, family award-winning uh, radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. We're talking about youth empowerment, specifically our young women tonight. And we are on right now with Adrian Farley. Uh, she is a, a community activist. Uh, her passion are young people. Uh, she is the founder and executive director of a pretty neat organization called We Can Do All Things. And uh, they have uh, many mentoring programs, one in particular, a Diamond Girls Are Forever, uh, where I know they uh, share the platforms that uh, women can be uh, great. Uh, they deserve to be respected uh, on many, many levels. You know, uh, Adrian, you talked about parental involvement, and I think anyone uh, that's been raised, and that uh, would be all adults or uh, somehow had some sort of involvement with a parent or a guardian, rather, or if they're a parent right now, they're a mother, they're a father, and they hear my voice or your voice right now on this Tuesday night, uh, they know uh, how important it is uh, for a adult to be in a child's life. I want to touch on something you touched on slightly. You know, there may be single uh, parents out there who uh, may have uh, the father or the mother may be involved in their life, but they're not under the same roof, okay? And we know uh, there can be uh, different elements when you two parents are under the same roof or not. And obviously, just because two parents in the household doesn't always mean things are great or acceptable uh-huh. by any means, and you brought that up, and thank you for your personal testimony and experience. But let's talk right now about the single mother or the single father. They're raising the child by themselves. Uh, they're working maybe one job or even two jobs. Um, but they're gone away from the home more than they probably would like to. And that's a, a personal feeling that a mother or father can have that often cannot be explained. You know, there is a, a theory, a thought out there, and I've heard uh, several people say this, and I want to know your thoughts on this, that sometimes when a parent is single, a man or a woman, that they can tend to overcompensate uh, for that child, maybe buy them a little more uh, than the child probably really needs. Uh, you know, maybe spending a, a, exaggerative amounts of money on clothing or tennis shoes or video games, things that to a lot of people may not be sensible because there's some sort of sense of guilt that uh, the father is not in the home or that the mother is not in the home. And that, and I've heard many conversations about that, and I was blown away because it's something a lot of people don't think about. But as someone who mentors young women and young men and someone that speaks to parents constantly, uh, what are your feelings on that? Do you think it's a myth or that's a very real component going on in America right now? It is truly a real component, and that's why you heard me react the way I react, because, you know, not only in my personal life, I am uh, a single parent okay. uh, that do work two jobs, yes. okay, and I run Diamond Girls Up Forever. Okay. I mean, um, because my program is in the Rockdale Public School System, and I'm talking about nine months out of the year, even including the summertime, every week I'm in the school system doing you know, curriculum or workshops or whatever, and then on top of that, you know, um, putting other events together. But one thing for sure that I do do for my daughter, and she's four, is on Fridays, um, is at night. You know, when I finish my Diamond Girl session, I come home, 
and I may have to rest a little bit, but Friday night, me and her, we'll lay up in the bed together, and we'll watch TV. Okay. Saturdays is completely our day. I don't, I, I don't care if we go to the movies. I don't care if we rent movies. I don't care if we sit here and play Barbie doll. Whatever, yeah. you know, we want to do or she wants to do, that's what we do. Sundays is our day. We go to church. We, uh, we're in worship. We come home and we just relax, you know, for the day and get ready for the new, you know, work day, school day okay. and everything else. But one thing I, for sure, I never wanted to be one of those parents where I work so much that I cannot identify my daughter and I don't know what she's into or I don't know what Powerful. she's feeling for. She can't come talk to me because I'm too busy. And I had to realize this, that the best thing that you can give your child is T-I-M-E, time. And my pastor okay. taught me that. If time is the most inevitable, best thing that you can give your child. And I and I say this to parents because I understand that when you're a single parent and finances are looking low and you're struggling and you got, whether it's one child or four children yeah. or ten children, you're looking like, I got to be this provider. Okay. I got to make sure that this is happening. I got to make sure that a roof stay over our head, yeah. our lights stay on, uh, our heat and our air is on, you know, whatever the, the case may be. But you have to stop. And give your child some time. Okay. And because I'm telling you, if you don't give them time, the street don't give them time. Somebody else don't give them time. Okay. And then you, all of a sudden, people start wondering, like, why is my child acting like this? Or where did she get this behavior from? Or how was she exposed to this? Because you was not, you were not giving them time. Okay. You have to give time because that's the only way you. Build the relationship with your children. See, as, and you got to think about it, Shana. When kids are growing up, they're innocent. When they're one years old, uh, four years old, five years old, they have built a trust and a bond with us. So they know who we are. They can recognize, they can identify us as mommy and daddy. And we can identify them as our daughter or our son. Okay. But as they grow, they are growing before our eyes. And so many parents miss it. They miss it. They miss the growth process. And, and they miss that transitional point, especially when they're coming from elementary school into middle school. They're not watching. So because they're so consumed with personal and frivolous things that may not always necessarily matter, it's like... Oh, man, I miss when my child was trying to tell me that she was going through this. Wow. I hear it all the time with parents. It, I, I, it never fails. This Adrian, I need you to help me talk to my daughter because all of a sudden she's acting like this or she's doing this. And I'm like, okay, so what, what things do you and your daughter do that yeah. will Fine. wait time? What, what, what do you do? Well, I work and this is it. Okay. And, and I, again, I'm not being mean, but I'm like, I work too. I work too. I work too, job. I'm a teacher during the day, and I'm a facilitator through the Clayton County Board of Health at night. And I promise you, and I run Diamond Girls full time at the yeah. same time. It's never going to be a day that I tell my daughter, I don't have time for you. So I, I'm working. I'm doing this. No. Friday night. Saturday and Sunday are our days, unless she's gone with her other family to spend okay. the weekend. Yes. If she's gone, weekends are our days. Don't ask me. Now, if we have to have an event, 
And I was going to say, I take her everywhere with me. I have, I'm not ashamed to do it because yeah. I try to expose her. And that's another thing that we got to learn how to start doing, exposing our kids to positive things and getting them involved with community stuff because you never know what talents your children are carrying. Yeah. You never know what God is equipping inside of them that they can reach their peers, especially when they're babies or they're young, you know, young teenagers. They, their voices really can reach other people, their peers more so than our voices can. So take her everywhere with me that I can't take her. Now, some things I can't take her to. And my mom, I bless God that my mom is alive and healthy and she can help yeah. me with her. But I take her with me. I expose her to it. Because guess what? When, she, when I leave here, she's got to take this ball and keep it running. Yeah. That's my expectation. I want her to keep this diamond girl ball rolling wow. until God calls her home. What? Okay. And so, oh, go ahead. Well, no, I was about to say, I'm just so impressed with your enthusiasm, your spirit, and how it, it obviously seems like you are doing a very excellent job, Adrian, in terms of uh, sharing that with your daughter. You know, we don't have much more time left, but I did want to piggyback on their voice can reach their peers. Their voice can reach their peers. You have a powerful platform. Thank you for everything you do in the community and in terms of educating and making our youth aware. There's a lot on the table for our young people, your family award-winning radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton, wanted to put the spotlight on it this Tuesday night. Adrian Farley, you have been a jewel on this show, Let's Talk America. You know, I know this conversation has to keep going. We're going to bring you back on. We're going to talk about different angles. Yes. But we just had sincere, real talk, and I know someone hearing your voice and my voice uh, truly have been inspired and motivated tonight. And like you said, it's hard work, uh, but there has to be sacrifices made. So certainly hang in there, and uh, parents will certainly see the productivity uh, come full circle. Adrian, before you leave us officially, I know, again, you've got uh, some great things going on, mentoring groups. How can our listeners, some are in Atlanta, metro area like you are, or some are out in Brooklyn, uh, some are in uh, Guam, some are in San Juan, Puerto Rico. How can they learn more about you or your organization? Sure. And if you don't mind me plugging this in right quick, Ms. Shania, because I want all the listeners to understand that we have a conference called Shine Your Diamonds Conference that's coming up. And um, I'm tra- God is giving me the vision to travel this conference around the world to help our young ladies. And I want to make sure that, you know, if you all are interested in, in, in definitely bringing a conference to your city, definitely you can reach me um, at www.wecandoallthingsinc.com. INC.com. You can go to Facebook, Diamond Girls. Um, Diamond Girls are forever. Um, you can also call me. My number is 404-447-3319. If you can't reach me, I am a texter. So you can definitely text me because I'm always on the go. But definitely check out our website. And also, too, if you feel led by the Spirit to donate to our program, there's a donation button on our, pro- on our website that you can donate to this program to continue to keep it rolling. So I, I enjoy this time, and I love what you're doing, Miss Shana, and, and, you, and I would love to come back when you have me. Thank you. Thank you again for everything you're doing in the community. Let's keep the conversation going. Again, putting the spotlight on youth empowerment, in particular with our young women. Our youth matter. They truly are the future. What an important conversation, again, with youth advocate Adrian Farley. Thank you. Hey, well, we are far from done. I've got some other conversations to feature. But before we get to our second exclusive conversation, please lend me your ear. 
are you looking for a family-based radio talk show that addresses the relevant issues and concerns of today? You have found the right option. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is your award-winning radio talk show that's for every member of the family. We feature meaningful conversations each and every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our brand-new website by visiting www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is talk radio with substance. Tune in. Of course, we are spotlighting and powering our youth tonight on your award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. There's so many uh, components that can foster uh, the productivity of a young person, and it doesn't happen overnight. Right now, I have an amazing uh, community member with me who has an approach that she believes will make all the difference, and I love the platform, and I think you're going to love it, too. Well, listeners of Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, again, it is Tuesday night, and we are talking about youth empowerment, and right now I have with me Sean Gilliam. She is an awesome and dynamic community leader who believes there is an appropriate and proper way of conducting business and conducting yourself on day-to-day activities. Sean, how are you doing this Tuesday night? Wonderful. Thank you, Shana. Thank you for being on with us. And I should point out that you are actually uh, a business etiquette expert. Um, And what we want to talk about tonight, in particular with our youth, Sean, we're talking about the soft skills that it takes to excel in life, you know, giving that firm handshake, giving eye contact. It's things like this that seem uh, so common, if you will, to some people. But I know from conversations with you and other experts, all young people, adolescents or teenagers or young adults, sometimes don't get it. Explain. Sure. Well, first of all, in terms of uh, manners, and uh, we have a successful etiquette children's youth etiquette program. And what that does is really our children and youth have not fully developed their social skills. Nor, you know, learn proper etiquette. It's not always taught in school. So what manners and etiquette does is it develops strong social skills, good character, you know, and, and which is essential in raising healthy, productive children who will grow into adults yeah. and enter the workplace. And so we want to teach them the, the proper way uh, to exude competency, confidence, and charisma, and, and understanding how to do those things and in a proper way mm. to make people you know, to, to exude their own confidence in leadership, build their leadership skills, and being respectful and mannerable in, in, in ways of society. Mm. You know, that is powerful. And, and one thing you mentioned, you mentioned leadership, Sean, and also confidence. And we're talking about youth empowerment. So I know individuals can say, well, that's etiquette. There's a proper way to do things. But, you know, when it comes to that confidence of saying, I'm going to go in here, I'm going to go in that job interview for whatever fast food restaurant I want to work at or the retail restaurant at, or retail store, rather, and I'm 15 and I'm 16 years old, to me, and I'm going back to when I was 15 or 16, I'm going to be much more confident, much more sure of myself, much more certain that I'm the right fit for this job if I believe I'm walking in the door with the proper skills, showing them that I'm capable of learning and capable of training. And isn't that a huge part of what you do in your programming to allow individuals, everybody of all walks of life to feel like they deserve it? Absolutely. And just knowing the proper way 
of doing something makes a big difference in terms of how you're perceived and how you present yourself. So it's about presenting the best version of you. And in, in terms of when we, you know, deal and educate our children, it's a value system that we teach overall in terms of how to get along well with each other, how your work ethic, now those are the soft skills that you can't be taught. Okay. So we, we can model those and, and teach them in terms of this is the way to do something properly, but we instill those values in our children, in our youth, yes. and show them, emulate, you know, this is how this is done. How do you handle a situation, a disagreement with your peer? Okay. You know, uh, uh, how do you how do you enter a room and greet, make okay. a proper greeting? Uh, and, you know, how do you introduce yourself? Yes. It, it seems like simple, but it's something that makes a huge difference in how you're perceived by others and how they interpret your uh, leadership skills, your confidence. And let me tell you something, when you feel, when a person knows uh, um, they know a subject or they know how to do something, yes. that makes them, that boosts their confidence. And so they're more, they're open to conversation, okay. they're more uh, inquisitive, they're more approachable. Yes. So, and that is part of all the manners and how to be uh, presentable and how to make people feel comfortable okay. and how to make yourself, you know, more um, confident in your abilities and how to articulate those abilities. Beautiful. So with the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette, well, what those components provide is valuable tools with you can integrate in everyday life with your family, with your educational system, with your lesson plans on just like the proper way uh, to make a you introduce yourself and shake someone's hand. Powerful information. You know, you are listening to your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. Youth empowerment is the hot topic for tonight's show. And we are on with Sean Gilliam. She is a nationally renowned and celebrated uh, business expert, in particular when it comes to etiquette. Sean, you call it etiquette skills, uh, manners, uh, standards we need for life. Some people call them critical life skills. Some even call it soft skills. I call a lot of of what you talk about, those critical components, what makes up emotional intelligence, knowing how to operate in different environments and dealing with different people. Now, Sean, everyone does not have the opportunity necessarily to be reared or brought up by guardians or parents uh, that can show people the proper way. Giving eye contact, uh, going in at least with your clothes looking presentable, in other words, not hanging off of you, you know, allowing it to be presentable. You know, what should a young person do or a community member right now that's listening in and they're 50 years old and, you know, they see the kid means well, but there's some critical life skills or etiquette uh, components rather that they're missing. You know, how critical is it to see what's right if you emulate it? Um, as community leaders, when you see it, check it right away okay. and then make it fun, make it interactive because, you know, people want to learn, but sometimes they don't know how or okay. they, they haven't been taught, you know, how to ask for help. Um, but if we see a situation that we can change for, for better, uh, for, uh, in a better way, then take the initiative. And it could be something as simple as taking them out to eat. Yes. Show them how to, you know, dine at a mm -hmm. restaurant and make it, you know, general conversation. Yes. How, does, 
how to uh, interject in a conversation, how to ask a question, uh, their, their attire, you know, how to groom properly. What does okay. that mean? Take them to uh, an event um, where they have to dress up. And, and it really makes a difference because in, in surround them around their peers at a different level. Okay. It's not within their own circle, but outside exposure is really good. Because it is. Once they see others at their level, the peer level, okay. doing something different but better, you can't t- I see it all the time. They want to change because yes. they don't want to be inferior. You know, okay. they know, hey, I need to step up my game. I yes. need to, you know, look at what that person has on. I can okay. be sharp, too. Mm-hmm. So they start to uh, take note and, and recognize okay. the difference in, that they can uh, change in their life. Powerful. Uh, to, be, to be a better person, mm-hmm. more presentable, to, to learn different skills. Okay. So, and if that you see someone that they admire or they look up to, okay. or, hey, it's okay, we want to help you. Go to that person okay. and be open Beautiful. and for help. Um, even donating clothes, a dress for success day, teach them the difference. They, a lot of us don't know in terms of youth, our youth don't okay. know yes. um, what is appropriate and why. And have a discussion about it with okay. their peers. It's, it's, it's important to involve that peer, have that peer group, because okay. our peers will chime in and tell us, no, you don't do that. No, that doesn't look good. So, and, and they take that feedback. Wow, <laughs> consideration. Yes. But if it's someone that uh, the youth in mind, go up and ask for it. Don't be ashamed. This, again, is on our part as leaders and community um, uh, activists is to teach our teach our children how to ask for help, mm-hmm. how to uh, inquire. Yes. And that's, and that, that, that's a whole other skill set that you're teaching that them that builds self-esteem, okay. um, self-discipline, yes. and it cultivates relationships and how to build rapport. So you imp- you instill that value system and that work ethic and, and, and those values into someone, and they'll take it and run with it. And you know, National, renowned, celebrated, uh, also a friend of mine. Sean Gilliam is on with us on uh, your family award-winning radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with your host, Shana Thornton. We're talking about empowering our youth this Tuesday night. In particular, we're talking about critical life skills that, Sean, what I love about this conversation, it just doesn't get them the job. It just doesn't allow them to be presented in the best way. But it's skills that will go with them in any environment and allow them to function efficiently, be it the college environment, be it working at a, a startup job, or even years later when they have their ideal dream job or starting their own business, their critical skills that you're talking about that I know you're committed to sharing and teaching a whole generation about. And, and I'm thankful for that. Now, tell me this, Sean. You know, you touched on dress. And I know that's very important with you, uh, presentability. And, you know, a lot of people, and they're adults and some are young people, always don't have the budget they dream of or the budget they would like to have. And we know sometimes clothing can be very expensive. You know, you're an expert. I'm not. What is your advice for someone that's saying, you know, Sean, I I don't make a whole lot on the job that I'm working on, uh, but I want to do well on that scholarship interview, right, because I want to go to college. I want to do well on that interview for that fast food or that movie theater job because I want it. But, you know, things are tight for my parents and I. What can they do to be practical and yet still present themselves in an awesome way when it comes to clothing? 
Oh, my goodness. That is easy because we, again, we're looking, look at your, your principal, okay. your teacher. Ask your community, uh, your, uh, if you're in a church, your, the congregation, your pastor, ask and let them know, hey, I'm, I'm going for a job interview and I need uh, a tie. Okay. And you don't have to have a lot of money uh, to purchase uh, uh, items. Remember this story just a few months ago about the young man who went in Target. Looked I do. for a job interview. He didn't know about ties. And the, the, the sales uh, rep saw him, assisted him, and, you know, found the young man a tie. So, you know, and the young man got the job. But wow. he had that instilled. He knew that he needed a tie to represent himself well and get that fast food. And if I think, if I'm right, Sean, he was looking for a clip on because he had no idea how to tie a real tie. Am I right? Right. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, but he, you know, they saw him and there they stepped in and the, and they, the team helped him out, you know, to find yes. the appropriate tie, the right tie, show him how to tie Beautiful. a tie. And that's what, you know, just, again, if we can instill them to ask, not be afraid to ask for what they, if you don't ask, you won't receive. And I love it's so it. easy because there's so many people out here that want to help. Yes. And the thing is, in terms of uh, clothing, people have clothes. I'm, I'm sitting up here now about to donate um, okay. business wear. And uh, we want to make sure they're in good hands to the people that need them. So you can find, uh, and I know men who have, you know, quality ties and, and shirts. Yes in terms of uh, that would be appropriate for job interviews. So we have to get our uh, young men and women in, you know, in a, in that, in that mind and spirit to, it's always, it's never uh, too late and you can always ask. Mm, I love your messaging, Sean. Every time you join us on Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, I learn a lot and I know our national and international listeners do too. We've got to have you back on to talk about so much more. Uh, but right now, tell our national and international listeners how they can learn more about you. I know you have a great new book out, which I, I have to get a hold of because I'm sure it's going to teach me some great new things also. I love your passion, Sean. Thanks for sharing, and we shall see you soon. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, we can't discuss and highlight and spotlight our young people without getting their perspective. And that's why I'm so proud of the next conversation with this powerful young woman. She is a future leader already, and I think you will agree also. Listeners of Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, it's Tuesday night, and we are putting the spotlight on youth empowerment. And right now, I am so excited because I have a young lady with me that epitomizes individuals uh, what it takes to be successful, even at a very young age. I am so excited because I have Miss Jadira Cromer on with me, and she is Miss Black Teen Georgia U.S. Ambassador, and she's going to share a lot of great information with us tonight. How are you? doing, Jadera? 
I'm doing good. How are you? I am excellent and honored to have you on. I know your family, I certainly they're very proud of everything that you've accomplished so far. Now, obviously, you have this title, again, which is Miss Black Teen Georgia U.S. Ambassador. I know you're a very good student, and you've got, uh, you epitomize or rather display excellent uh, character. Everyone says that in the community. You know, I want to know this. Many young people opt to follow the crowd, Judera, and, and you know that. Obviously, you're a young lady, you're a teenager. You have made a stance, though, to be an independent thinker. Why? Well, my mother always taught me to be observant and a detailed thinker, and I watched many teens follow the wrong, wrong crowds, and I just remember as growing up, my mother always told me which crowds to be involved in and which not to be involved in, because I could see many teens doing negative things, and they started doing things like drugs and early sex and unprotected sex and fighting and gang violence and stuff, so as I grow up, I'm a person that learns how to take from someone else's situation and learn from it without having to go through it myself. And so that's how I feel that, you know, people just, that's how I'm an independent thinker. Yes. Because of how my mom raised me. Wonderful. And, you know, Jadira, you're right on it. To be a thinker, to be a logical thinker, a critical thinker, you first have to be able to learn from other individuals, and you've been able to do that so well. And it sounds like, obviously, your mother influences you for the best, a very positive influence there. You know, Jadira, as adults and parents, we often think we know the issues that plague our, your generation, rather, not our generation, but yours. We think we've got it figured out. We're like, well, teenagers do this, they do that. You know, but from your perspective, what issues are pressing right now for your peers? Drugs. Drugs are definitely a pressing issue because kids think that it's okay and that it's cool to do them. I don't necessarily think that it's to fit in. I mostly hear people say that they do it because they're stressed out or because they don't have someone to talk to or whenever they just start to give up and not care about anything, they'll use drugs to just take their mind off of stuff and just ease through the day. And another one that I thought was a problem was, like, parents not being in their child's life stuff, um, not talking to them about their day or about any situation that they have. Most of the time you can be like, hey, how's your day? And they'll be like, oh, okay, it's good. But sometimes I think parents should, like, sit down and force a conversation with their child so they know what's going on in their life. Hmm, powerful, powerful. Uh, listeners of Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, it's Tuesday night, and we are putting the spotlight on youth empowerment. And, of course, right now I have Jadira Cromer with me. Uh, she is a young lady that's an honor student. Uh, she is an example for her peers. Uh, she plays a vital role in her family. Uh, she's just an all-around successful young lady, and she happens to hold the title of Miss Black Teen, Georgia U.S. Ambassador. You know, I, I'm sure everyone very proud of you because you represent the best. Jadira, you know, I personally know the importance of a role model myself. I know that. Growing up, that was emphasized to me, and it makes all of the difference. Tell me this, Jadira, who is your role model and why? My role model is actually my mom. Um, she's actually my best friend. You know, I tell her everything that goes on in my life. Um, I see her sacrifice things from for me and my brothers and my sister, I see her sacrifice her happiness and things that she wants. My mom is willing to do any and everything for me. She, like, travels around the whole state of Georgia for me. <laughs> just, even if it's just for clothes, she'll 
drive all the way to Athens, Georgia if she has to, to bring something back for me. So I feel like my role model was my mom. Yes. And she does all of this with five kids. She's in the military. Yes. And she's going back to school to finish her degree. So I feel like wow. she, there's no one better than my mom to be my role model. You know, I love it. You know, individuals often, Jadera, will say, well, this person is my role model. And it's often celebrities or individuals that are national public figures. But I always personally love, I'm always drawn to the individual who looks up to the parent, that looks up to someone they know intimately and personally. And that makes all of the difference. And I love it. And it sounds like uh, definitely you and your mother have a very a strong and solid relationship which is awesome. You know, Jadera Cromer is with us right now on Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton. Jadera, you have the national stage at this very moment. We have many parents listening in. What message would you like to share with our parents and guardians out there? That's a great question. Um, I have a platform called Jade's Poise. Poise stands for Promoting Opportunity, Intelligence, Support, and Elegance. It focuses on empowering young teen girls like myself to be aware of our self-worth and to um, have confidence in everything that we do. And I feel like um, our parents should give that back to their, their children, to give them to promote them and do things that they want, to give them opportunity, to teach them to be intelligent and, you know, support them in everything that they want to do, and also encourage them to be intelligent in every situation that they have to encounter because you have to always stay positive. No one ever likes anyone who's negative or rude. And so if your parents teach you everything in the word poise, that you should be great going throughout your life. Wow, I love that. What a powerful message and platform. Uh, from the one and only Jadera Cromer. Again, she holds uh, many titles, but her official pageant title is Miss Black Teen Georgia U.S. Ambassador. You know, before you get out of here, and you've been fabulous on this show tonight, Jadera, you know, do you have any continuing messaging uh, for the young people or your peers that are out there right now that can hear the sound of your voice uh, from Guam uh, to Brooklyn, New York, uh, to Tallahassee, Florida? You have the stage. Um, my advice is to always aim high and follow your dreams. You don't give up no matter how hard it becomes and be well, and always be willing to try new things and think outside the that box. Yes. Pageantry was not something I ever thought I would do, but God opened the door and I took it. And now I not only love pageantry, but it gives me a foundation to help others. And, um, you know, you never fall into the trap of fitting in with the crowd. You were born to stand out. And you have to always keep a great and happy spiritual base. Awesome, awesome. You have such a great spirit and such a great attitude going for you. Tell me this before you officially leave us. Where do you see yourself in 10 years, Judera? In 10 years, I plan to have completed my degree in fashion design. I plan to have my own clothing line, fragrance, fragrance and cosmetic line, which I'm starting right now, actually. I'm currently working on my own team, lip gloss slash lipstick line, yeah. and I also plan to go into business with my mom and start our own teen empowerment organization. Wow, an entrepreneur among many things. Well, Jadera Cromer, keep up all the phenomenal work, and when it comes to youth empowerment, you are doing all the right things. Keep shining, my friend. Thank you. Well, everyone, I hope you have been impressed with tonight's 
show. Again, empowering our youth. It is so important, of course, our young men and our young women. And tonight, we put the focus on young women, but we will come back around full circle to focus on our young men again. You know, uh, we certainly love to be in our community and bring the relevant issues to you. We have to get out of here, but always remember to visit our new website, www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com, where you can find a list of all of our national partners and sponsors, more information on upcoming shows, everything you would like to know, even about myself. So do stay with us. Stay tuned in. Real Talk Radio. We offer Real Talk Radio for real people. Okay, everyone? Well, you know I love great music as much as I love great conversation. The musician Cornell Morale's music will take us home. The song is titled My Atmosphere, My Atmosphere. Well, everyone, we shall chat next Tuesday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Keep it going. All content original, copyright 2015 by Pageant and Thomas Enterprises, LLC.
your hands right here and say, My Jesus is in my He's right in front of you. Lift those hands and say, Everywhere you go, he's in your Come on, come on, come on and say it again. Jesus. Hallelujah. He's in. Bless you, God. Give me three parts, y'all, and just say Jesus.